Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. It is time for your NASCAR segment. This is Dennis Michelson from RacetalkRadio.com, along with Ms. Lori Monroe. And Lori, the question of the week as we head to this off week for the Easter mm-hmm. holiday, were you ready for a week off? I'm never ready for a week off. Why would you not want to watch racing, even if it's absolutely abysmal? I'll watch it if if there's one car on the track or or a hundred cars on the track. I I'm not ready. I'll take it any day. A bad race is still better than any other than no race ball sport. Yeah, it, it, it's still it better really than is. no race. It, but with the Texas Motor Speedway race being so bad and having so many other sort of mistakes by NASCAR, or maybe mistakes is the wrong word, but you know. Nine cars didn't even get through uh, qualifying tech, which was Are you buying weird. that, though? I, that didn't even make sense to me. To me, it's almost like they wanted half the field, like the good cars, to be starting from the back to make it more exciting. I just, I'm just way too cynical. Well, it just seems it. so strange to me to have such a number of cars not even going through tech right and having to start at the rear. Well, this is exactly what I'm saying, because the cynical side of me looks at stuff like that. They look at all the debris cautions, because all season long, since the change to stage racing, suddenly mm-hmm. we haven't had many debris cautions, and now all of a sudden the debris showed up again at Texas. I know. They had they had Jacques on speed dial for Texas, because he did show up with his debris cannon. He showed up early and often. and Yeah. They were just desperate to try to get something to happen in that race. I'm almost surprised they didn't order some of the cars that were laps down to start racing in reverse around the track. <laughs> just just to add more obstacles because, you know, we were Wasn't promised... Suarez enough of an obstacle? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, he was. <laughs> we were promised a good race. You know, it was a I repave know. and all this, but... We're changing the configuration of the track. It's going to make it unpredictable. It's going to widen out the lane. We've dragged tires on the track for years to try to put pavement, put rubber on the pavement. You're going to have good racing. It's not going to be like a usual repave. It's going to be great. And then I had this. Yeah, go ahead. I had this big lunch bag let down. I really did. I I opened up the bag. I was expecting Cheetos and I got kale chips instead. What's wrong and, with kale chips? And a pickle. Oh, well. I don't want a pickle. I would go for that. You're you're the anti-pickle guy, but yeah. it, didn't Eddie Gossage seem very indignant that people might have thought that this wasn't great? Well, he seemed indignant. There seemed to be people covering for the series and, you know, the track and everything well. all weekend long. and. It, the, the excuses that we hear were very creative and all this stuff. Eddie was it's all always. Eddie was ready for his shut up and drive T-shirt yeah. sequel. I know. 
because way back when, for the for the NASCAR fans that just stumbled on this sport in the last few years, when this place first opened, it was an abysmal track because they tried to put two different racing grooves in to satisfy Indy down low and NASCAR up high, and it didn't work. The drivers were upset. Even Dale Earnhardt was outspoken about it, and Eddie came out with these "Shut Up and Drive" T-shirts, um, yeah. and really, really ridiculed the drivers. He was back that to that point again, and it was yeah. sad to see. I know it gets to the point where they're bringing the goat out again, little Dale. Oh, my, you know, goodness. when you've got when you've got little Dale all motorized with the big three on the side of him. <laughs> And they're sending that thing out to to send some debris around the track as well. Like, isn't that sort of a, a bit of a hint that something's wrong there? Yeah, something was definitely wrong. This was not a yeah. good race. And the, the thing is about it, all year long we've had kind of weird racing at the big tracks. But at least there was a storyline. And at least NASCAR didn't try to manufacture excitement with a bunch of debris cautions. Here they mm-hmm. were trying just about everything. And that's, but they had I, to. They really have not had to this year because I think the whole stage situation with these new stages, that has sort of brought its own uh, complexion to the race. It, it's been very fascinating to me to see how these drivers are racing a whole lot differently coming up to to the end of each stage. It's It's a lot more interesting, but when you have the stage races at Texas factored into these cars all strung out and nothing happening. They have to do something. So sadly, you know, they reverted back to their to their their textbook on how to liven up a race. And since they just can't parachute in drinks for everybody, they they basically have to parachute in a little bit of something else, which you know we we call the debris cautions. Yeah, very unfortunate, but it is. It was what it was, and. If there was a race this weekend, you know I'd be tuning in. And, oh, yeah, you know, me too. That's the yeah. reality. I'm kind of thinking having a race on Saturday night of Easter weekend might be a great idea because it sort of takes advantage of this lull in the sports world. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just a racing fan. Is there any sports going on this weekend? Oh, there's baseball, there's hockey playoffs, but nothing really spectacular. There's no yeah. there's no basketball tournament to compete with. There's no Masters golf tournament. There's, you know, one F1 race. That's it. There's nothing else on the menu as far as any racing goes, unlike last week where we had a lot of choices with Long Beach. This year or this weekend for Easter, very little going on. So uh, although there is the Easter Bunny race, out at Hickory mm. Motor Speedway, I kind of wish somebody was broadcasting that. But that's about it as far as stock car racing. Well, I have a problem with Easter bunnies anyway. They only have one eye. So true. The chocolate Easter bunnies. You look at the box, and the box that has the, the plastic window where the rabbit, the chocolate bunny's looking through, they always draw the eye on the thing's face on that side. When you take it out, there's no eye on the other side. They're cheapskates. And they're usually hollow, too. They're all like, hollow. They're hollow. So they cheat yeah. you on the amount of chocolate. There's one eye, they give you the Cyclops <sighs> rabbit with that's empty. That's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Speaking, <laughs> ridiculous. speaking of one eye, oh no, that's <laughs> the wrong segue. But before we go to break, um, so far this year, for Danny Suarez mm-hmm. in Cup, was he ready 
for this, or is this what we're going to see all year from him? Because it's been rough. It's been very rough, and it's been sad to see him struggling as he has, but holy cow, he's been thrown into into the deep water with the big fish. Watching him progress through the Xfinity series, I think he actually did very well. I think he he came around very quickly, and I think he really improved in a short period of time. Whether that's going to happen in the Cup Series remains to be seen. But, you know, this is the highest level that uh, that stock car racing has. So it, it's a tough go. When you're competing against guys like Jimmy Johnson and, and Harvick and them, I just don't know. I just don't know. It's uh, It's got to be tough for him. It, it's It's frustrating, I'm sure. Well, I hear everybody all the time say, well, he was competitive against the cup guys when he ran Xfinity. Well, two things. One, he was in the best equipment, and now he's in against equal equipment. And number two, he was going up against six good drivers versus going against 25 to 30 really top-notch drivers every week. It's a whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. Twice the length of races, which, you know, he that doesn't really seem to be a factor because, you know, lap one, the, the guys had some difficulty. So it's just a whole different ball game altogether. Not an endurance issue with Danny so yeah. far. Yeah. What is time for us to take a quick break when we come back? Well, your favorite segment in Milwaukee radio is coming up next. You're listening to the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection, 105.7 FM. The fan, Lori and Dennis, on a Saturday afternoon, and it is time for the absolute best segment in all of radio. Well, a G-man team in a revenue's searching for the The music says it all. Wait, lightning. Ah, yes, indeed, folks. It's time to blow up some stills. Lori Monroe, tell folks how this works. Well, how it works is we get upset about something every week in the world of racing or beyond, and we just pretty much like to just blow it up because it upsets us that much. So if something upsets you out there in Radioland, you can send either Dennis or I an email and explain to us what you would like blown up. Go to racetalkradio.com. You can contact us from there, and we can uh, pick the best one every week, and we'll blow it up. Absolutely, we will. And Lori Monroe, do you have something that needs blowing? I do, and uh, I'm sure, like me, you watched the IndyCar race after the Texas Cup race. Oh, yeah. uh, From Long Beach. Yes. And can you explain to me why every single time the cars came around the track, and I guess it was corner one, that area there's the big dolphin fountain every single time the cars came around the camera the tv camera would zoom into the dolphins spurting their water all over the place and then let the cars just sort of come in it's very artistic but every single lap it's the dolphin fountain is that the only angle they had i have a theory on this what i I hope it's a good one because it's really bothering me well i think the director has this thing for dolphins ever since he couldn't get any dolphin in his can of tuna anymore. He's buying the wrong tuna. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, it is very bizarre when you see this. <laughs> I, don't, I only buy fountain. the tuna free dolphin in cans. That's that's a good advice. It's, it's much tastier, except the top of the can has a big blowhole in it and it's spraying stuff as you're walking out of the store with it. Uh, it's pretty crazy. But Lori, you've got a you've got a really good point. We one time is artistic, two times yeah. is clever. I'm, I don't know how many laps there were in this race, but yeah, I don't know because 50... I, you know what, I even looked because I thought, where, how many laps did I have to suffer through this? And uh, I couldn't find a lap count anywhere on Indy.com. Maybe we should be blowing up the IndyCar uh, website as well. That there really be. is not a lot of information, but so blow up the Dolphin, blow up IndyCar.com, blow just blow them all up. Those are good suggestions, and I have one too. Excuse makers. I want to blow up the excuse makers. Okay. Excuse I, for what? I am tired of hearing, but there was great racing back in the pack. Or, oh, what did you expect? It was a repave. This was as good as it could be. Oh, yeah, that one was getting to me. I am tired of excuses. Yep. Martinsville proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that NASCAR, its drivers, and its teams still knows how to over-deliver a great race. So I don't want excuse makers the rest of the time. I want somebody, I want somebody to step up to the plate and they say, you know what, that wasn't the best race that we can put on in this sport, and we're sorry. But you know what, we're going to work on it, and we're going to make it even better next week. I would just like one time to hear that, but Steve O'Donnell from NASCAR. Oh, I thought that was a really exciting event at Texas Motor Speedway. Well, you were all the only one, or the only ones who thought it was exciting <laughs> were the people that were on the NASCAR payroll, including the media. Oh. I'm sorry, this was not a good race, and trying to pretend that something is good just for the sake of covering your butt, I guess. I just don't get it. Just once level with people. Because here's what happens. If every race is great, none of the races are great. It's just that simple. Very true. So I'm tired of the excuse makers and you're tired of the dolphin shot. I am. Who deserves to and, get blown And love this means week? never having to say you're sorry. Oh, very good. good. That Yeah, there's that. <sighs> you want me to pick? I can't pick. Like, you know, let's blow them all up this week let's blow them both up yeah let's, let's we haven't up. done that yet this year let's blow them both up now, both are getting blown up we are bringing in the mother of all still blowing oh. bombs just for this occasion okay. let her rip <laughs> ah, thank you very much general mattis we appreciate does that mean, the help does that mean carl edwards got blown up too since the flipper dolphins got blown up yeah and sadly it is but he'll we can bring him back next year again no yeah. There we go. In the NASCAR <laughs> news this week, Lori Monroe, something new for the all-star race. How about oh. this? How about having two different kinds of tires? You're going to have a soft tire and a harder tire. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? All the teams are going to do exactly the same thing, which, you know, which is fine. I, I think it'd be great if it was one of these blind deals where you've got to take door number one, door number two, and no matter what tire you wanted, you're going to get whatever's behind door one or two i think everybody's gonna these guys are smart that they're they know what they're gonna do with the tires they're gonna save these soft tires for the for the end and uh everyone's gonna be on the same strategy i heard it's interesting but i i it's really it's not a big deal to me 
I heard a former crew chief who had some pretty good inside information on this say that they said that the soft tires will last 25 laps. Well, if the soft tires will last 25 laps mm-hmm. and you're only running 20 lap segments, mm-hmm. why is anybody going to stay on the harder tire unless they plan on trying to go two segments and they're never going to get away with that? So yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be soft enough to be a big, a big enough of an advantage. And I think everybody's going to end up on the same tire because it's going to be will. a lot of monkey see, monkey do. Absolutely. I agree. But it's interesting to talk about. It sounds good. It looks good on paper. Also looking good on paper was the test at Daytona. Very unusual for NASCAR to hold a test during the week and not really tell anybody what the test was going to be about. Was this a tire test for the July race? What was this test about? It came out after the fact that this was a test to see ways to slow down the speeds at the biggest tracks on the NASCAR circuit because they're still worried about airborne cars crashing into the fences. Yeah, well, I suppose they should be worried about it. And and in my opinion, the only way they can really alleviate that, it's not, you know, they've done enough aerodynamically with these cars, closing off the big, uh, the scoop areas of the cars get going backwards and get a whole bunch of air coming under the back end of them and whatnot and the roof flaps and everything like that, they really do just have to virtually slow down the cars because anything traveling at 500 miles an hour will get airborne. So, you know, it just, I think it's just common sense. It's logic, slow down the cars and you're going to eliminate some of that problem. But, but how to do that? Good question. And we saw fast racing at Texas and it wasn't good racing. So fast isn't better. It doesn't mean better at all. It does not mean better. Very, very good to see NASCAR trying to find other ways other than the restrictor plates to slow cars down because the idea would be to give more throttle control back to the guys so they could do more passing. So that's good news. Also in the NASCAR news, Dover Speedway announces that the International Drone Racing Series is going to visit in June during their NASCAR weekend. And Richmond has announced that the Professional Women's Bowling Association is coming to Richmond for their September NASCAR weekend. Is this a good sign that NASCAR tracks are recruiting other events during a race weekend? Can you please cue the crickets? (laughs) That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Firstly, drone racing. Who cares? Who cares? If I wanted to watch drone racing, I would go to channel 3012 on DirecTV and watch it. Why would I want to watch drone racing if I'm going to a racetrack to watch stock car racing? No, thanks. Thank you very much. All we need to attract more fans is not (sighs) MMA fighting. It's not drone racing. It's not pro women's bowling it's It's, ridiculous it's great racing that's all we like does the pro women's bowling league or whatever it's called do they hold stock car races to get more fans to come watch them doubt it it's ridiculous it's such backwards thinking it's uh, it's incomprehensible is that a word i think it is incomprehensible yeah whatever that's the word of the week well it's wrong no picks. Wrong. No picks to make this week because there is only I'm a one-eyed, the one-eyed rabbit. There's only a one-eyed rabbit to choose from. 
But enjoy your Easter holiday. Catch us next week. You're listening to The Final Inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.